I guess the theme of the week is math, because today we're talking about angel investing math. And this one's a little bit more relevant to me than the last time I covered angel investing math with Cody Sanchez on May 1st, 2021. That was the last episode where we covered this stuff. And I'm revisiting this basically because I've had a couple of my angel investing companies get revaluations from subsequent investors. And I had the opportunity to invest more after my investment basically forexed in a few months. And there was a real doubt as to whether I should do that because it was in a territory which I had no experience investing in. Uh, I honestly had no idea how the company was going to get to the next benchmark, which would basically make it more or less a 500 to 1,000 million dollar company so a billion dollar company um and i just like should i bet the same amount should i bet more and average up in my average cost on the company even though that makes it worse off on the unit cost position but i would be doubling down on winners which everyone says is a good idea to do anyway i thought it was interesting to get a check in from jason calacanis and zach colius so here it is this one will take live from Carlos on YouTube. I have been placing small bets over the last 12 months between one and $3,000 in pre-seed to seed. How should I be thinking about my follow-on investments? A great question that Zach and I, both of us, I think, uh, you know, now finishing up our first decade of investing are having to contend with and strategize around. Where where do you come out on advice for Carlos? Yeah, so... I think there's there's three things that you want to do that's super important. One is you need to understand that early stage investing and follow-on investing has a very different practice area. There's very different return profiles. There's very different sort of ways to think about the problem. And you need to basically have your strategy for early stage in one box that you continually improve on. And you need your strategy for follow-on in another box and understand that they're very separate. And the most important thing as far as I'm concerned for follow-on investment is, is all about information. So if you're deeply involved in the business and you have a lot of information, you can make really smart bets. If you don't have a lot of information, you need proxies. And so the best proxy is who's leading that next round. And so if you see Bill Gurley showing up, writing a big check into the next round, <laughs> I'm going to put yep. as much money as I can in Back up all the truck day long time. and be super happy about it. On yep. the other hand, if it's a bunch of people coming together and writing a follow-on no-name angel check, you need to be scared because if you don't have good information there, that's a good way to lose money and you don't have the same return profile in that later stage follow-on investment that you do in the early one. And so you need to be really careful. And just the last thing I would say is, remember as an angel, it's not your job or your responsibility to keep the company alive. That's not your job. The company goes out of business, that's fine. It's totally okay. That's, I mean, this is such good advice. And you took a totally different spin than mine, which is why this is a great pick and roll one two game we have going here in tag teaming. You're right, there are two different disciplines, making that first bet is different than making the second bet. And certainly, you want to make sure that if it's a bridge financing, that it's not a peer or a dock, that it's an actual bridge to somewhere. And information is critical in making that second bet. I'm going to put those two things aside right now. And I'm going to take a different spin, which is bankroll management. Since you said you do one to three, I'm going to average it to two. Then I'm going to add 
okay, you're making these small bets and you're doing 2K. I'm going to tell you, I think you need to get to 25 bets to have some level of diversification. 2,000 times 25 equals $50,000. I'm going to make another jump that you have a $1 million net worth and you are putting $100,000 into angel investing, which would be aggressive, but not outrageous if you have a job and you have something to pay your rent. So you have a 100K bankroll, you put 50K into 25 companies, I'm going to assume five of those companies meet the criteria Zach Coleus has outlined, which is a Bill Gurley or another notable investor is leading that next round. Now you have 50K left, there's five bets to make, 10K in each bet. What does that mean? It means in the five best companies, you deployed 60% of your capital. The 2K original investment times five is 10, and then five 10K bets. So when you look at portfolio management, if we were playing poker, and these were your five best starting hands and or connections on the flop, it means you got 60% of your dollars into hands that connected with the flop. If you don't know what that is, you can take a course on poker. Mm-hmm. Any feedback since we're, we're doing this one-two game back and forth, Zach, on my advice? No, I think that's spot on. I think yeah. that's the right way to think about it. The, the, you, the, the, the secret in the early stage is to search for winners, and that's a discovery process. The secret to follow on is to pile into winners, and that's about mm-hmm. basically information and understanding what's a winner and what's not, and avoiding losers. Because your, uh, your follow-ons, that's where you can lose real money, um, but you can make real money too. Right. So the in my bet, okay, you miss the flop, you're up against three players, there's an ace on the board, and you have you know, nine, 10, yeah, and if the board yeah. comes down with an ace <laughs> and a king, you know, you know that you're beat. Yeah. And now you're going to try to take a swing at it with three other players, you're going to yeah. waste that 10k follow on, it would be better to put 20k in another hand. So that was it. I kind of like when people do public math, even though there's a chance that they may be very embarrassingly wrong. And some of these numbers are kind of suspect. Nobody's investing $2,000 checks in angel rounds unless they're in an angel list syndicate. And and in that case, they're kind of giving away 20% of upside, which is kind of weird. Um, so far, I've done an average of 10K checks. And that means that my bankroll is roughly twice that of what they're talking about here, which also means that I should set aside 40% for follow-on rounds, which I haven't done at all, which makes me a little bit uncomfortable because that means I need to be comfortable buying in at a higher valuation. Yes, with more proof points, but then also if you look at some survivorship stats of startups from A round to B round to C round to D round to E round, they actually don't tail off that much. So Every single time you're investing in something, yeah, there's this chance that they might still die, even after a nice B or C round. And that's what I think about.